Hello and welcome to Go With The Energy Flow podcast. I'm Allie. And Ran Nguyen. And our intention through this podcast is to deliver high vibe content that you can listen to whenever you want to learn something new, have fun, raise your vibration, or if you just need some support on your spiritual journey. So we're very excited to combine our two different perspectives and deliver some great insights to you all. So thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to episode 17, The Energy of Money and How to Tap into It. For this episode, me and Ali are going to talk about the frequency of money, identify what your beliefs are surrounding money, and how we can upgrade them in order to allow more abundance in. So let's get started. And actually, I want to start off with a money story. Ali, do you have a money story to share? Oh my goodness, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I believe we talked about this when we first met um, virtually Mm -hmm. on your Facebook Live. So um, it's the story where I... um, manifested the 20,000 extra dollars last year. But yeah, that's basically it. And I I mean, I just, I ended up manifesting, I think a couple, um, like three checks that, that ended up being $6,000 and then an extra, um, couple of other checks that ended up equaling $2,000. So in total, it was about $20,000 in unexpected money on top of my, um, my corporate salary and I was making about 50,000 at that job. So I had like a really nice, um, had a, a good year, but even though I, I left my corporate job in, um, July. So it kind of like, I kind of made up, it, I ended up kind of making the, the same cause I manifested that extra money, like after I quit my corporate job. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's my, that's my money story. Like my biggest one, I guess I would say, um, what's yours? Do you have one? Um, I'm trying to think right now and I'm drawing a blank, but I think like one of the things isn't like money, like check money, by the way, Mm -hmm. like just so you guys like get it, like Ali manifested multiple checks and not just one check, which is crazy. So you manifested multiple times, which is amazing. But, um, my money story per se is like, I never not gotten a job that I really wanted and interviewed for. And I always like, before I go to the interview, I'm always like, okay, I really want this job. I really want it. And then I get it. So that's my kind of money story is like, I never was rejected from an application pool for a job that I had an interview for. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a good manifestation story too. And like, you always get a really a pretty good salary at the jobs that you that you um get hired at too yeah um so every time it's like a bit more than what I'm currently making sort of thing so those are like what I do which is great constantly upgrading I love that it's like a continual upgrade (laughs) some people upgrade cars I upgrade jobs (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you should have like had sunglasses on for that and just be like just like look down and I don't know that was a cool statement (laughs) So we're going to go back to the podcast episode and, you know, about the energy of money and talking about abundance. Um, So when it comes to abundance, abundance is our natural state. Just as 
You can easily find abundance in nature. It exists all around us and all the time. Material wealth is just one of the forms of this unlimited energy. And other types of abundance include physical health, spirituality, relationships, and self-love. It's not just money per se. Um, and we all have created relationships with these forms of abundance, whether we are aware of it or not. We form these relationships from our childhood. And for this episode, we're going to be talking about the relationship we have with money in particular. Yes. So money is a made up tool that humans use for currency exchange. So in society, it may seem like money controls us. However, like all forms of abundance, we are actually in control of it entirely, not the other way around. Um, So the difference between those who possess material wealth and those who do not is their relationship with money. It kind of all comes back to what your relationship with money is. Um, And if we take into account that everything is energy, like we've said on previous podcasts, and that we're only perceiving of 5% of the energy around us at a time, we can kind of begin to understand that we're limiting ourselves from perceiving abundance if we do not have it in our lives, especially since we are um, in our natural state, very abundant beings. Like it's just, it's basically our birthright. Like, have you ever heard those affirmations that say abundance is my birthright? It's a true affirmation. It really is. Um, So how can we sort of flip switch into perceiving this monetary abundance and improving our relationship with it? How can we, Ali? Tell me. (laughs) We can um, become aware of the beliefs that we have surrounding money. So how do you treat it? Do you chase it? Do you clutch onto it tightly in fear that it will leave? So if you were to personify money even further, uh, if you treated someone that you were in a relationship with the same way that you treated money, how healthy would the relationship be? Mm, That's a really good point. (laughs) Just kidding. That's a really good point. It's kind of like, um, I don't know, I always, it reminds me of like those movies of like those really snobby rich people who treat people badly and then they just kind of like treat money badly as well. It's not like, it's not something that they're just like, oh, whatever, I'll spend frivolously on. And then they always mm-hmm. at the end, like something terrible comes to them and then they like lose all their wealth. Totally. Yeah. It's like a consistent thing. And um, it's like almost like the snowball effect too. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying in those movies where they're just treating everybody around them badly and then treating the money badly. And all of a sudden at the end of the movie, like everything kind of just like blows up on them and they don't have, they lose all their, their, um, their money and, or whatever they, their financial situation just goes downhill from there. Yeah. Cause like there was no respect for it. Um, so this kind of brings us to our next point, whatever you believe you perceive. So if you wholeheartedly believe that there's not enough money to go around, you will perceive this in your reality as well. And you'll be staying in that kind of scarcity mindset. Our entire reality is just a perception of what we believe to be true. That's why you can change your life through learning things and observing as well. Um, It's because these practices help us adopt new beliefs, which in turn change our perception on reality. Mm -hmm. And so when we have old stories, identities, beliefs, or limitations that convince us that money is evil or scarce, like Lynn was saying, the scarcity mindset, that's when we cannot perceive of this abundance in our reality. 
And there's a quote by Richard Bach that we can paraphrase here. And it goes something like, are you for your limitations and you get to keep them? So this means that we can make the conscious choice right now to improve our money mindset and begin perceiving more abundance in our lives. So um, we have a few do's and don'ts of tapping into the frequency of money. And then we're also going to go into um, four steps on how to become an open channel to receive abundance. So Lynn, do you want to go through the do's and don'ts? Sure. So the first don't is be fearful and worry. Um, so like take this example of what's going on in the world today. Uh, people in my, like in Canada, I'm not sure what the United States is like right now, but in Canada, um, people are losing their jobs because there's a mandatory, like they have to work from home. There's a lot of stress in the environment, but don't be fearful and worried about what could be happening or like stressing about money. Um, you can change your reality, like we spoke earlier, change your perception, your reality about money. Um, don't disrespect money. Like, money is a tool. So treat your tools nicely and they will last forever. Think it's not spiritual to have money. Um, this is another kind of, uh, I don't know what that word is, but I think it's a conundrum where if you have money, you're not spiritual. Um, so don't think like that either. Or don't get impatient. When it comes to money, time is your best friend. And some of the do's, heal your past um, with your money relationship. Keep a high vibration going so you can be like a magnet for that money or that abundance that you're trying to attract. Trust, which is a big thing that we always talk about. Trust in the universe, trust in yourself that you can attract more money. Realize an abundant version of your Reality already exists. Be creative. Find opportunity in everything. Um, we're lucky to be living in a world of opportunity. There's chances to kind of go out there and create your own wealth. And think long-term rather than instant gratification. Yes. And another is to like feel abundant right now. So we have a, a lot of examples on how you can feel abundant right now. Um, the first one is to hold gratitude for what you already have. Um, gratitude is a really good vibration um, to call in abundance because it is um, a, a vibration of our natural state and abundance is their natural state. So the more you can tap into those higher states of reality, um, like think joy, love, um, acceptance, abundance, like those are all of our high states and high feelings. The more you can tap into those high feelings, um, the more you will resonate with the vibration of abundance. <clears throat> And you also, to feel abundant, you can give give to and serve others. So um, serve from your heart and don't just, um, I think this is a big thing going around the community right now is like, how can I serve? Like, how can I serve others right now rather than like, how can I be served? I guess um, it's just, it's being of service really is a really abundant feeling. Um, and you can go out in nature and you can observe how abundant nature naturally is. Excuse me. And Health is wealth, so care for your body. Um, surround yourself with top earners. You can follow someone on Instagram who has achieved the abundance you want. Um, and then also tap into the version of you who has already manifested infinite, an infinite amounts of abundance. So whether that be like, um, you can use your imagination for this. Um, I, there's a bunch of journal exercises you can do. You can journal on how it is the six-figure version of me, um, like what is their morning routine, like what do they do daily, um, what are they working on, um, 
as their priority, just certain things like that. And then um, we also have four steps on how to become an open channel to receive abundance. And this is, these are the four steps I talked on um, on the live that Lynn and I did on her, um, on her Facebook group. So Lynn, do you want to go over them? Yes. So I'll go okay. first one. So the first step is awareness. The first step to any healing, any situation at all is awareness of the current beliefs and stories that you have around say money relationships with money. And some questions that you can ask yourself is like, do you respect it? Do you ignore it? Do you have any guilt or shame surrounding it? And the second step is forgiveness. Um, so there's a, a really good method. It's like Hawaiian prayer. It's called Ho'oponopono. Um, and it's basically you forgiving, which frees up space in your energy field. So I like to refer to it as like Marie condoing your mind, body, spirit. And the prayer is, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Um, and like Lynn was saying with the awareness, when you identify the current beliefs and stories you have around money and when your relationship with money looks like, if it's anything that is um, that you want to repair or forgive, you can use that prayer towards it. So you can kind of just resurface any old stories you have around money. Like let's say um, your dad said money doesn't grow on trees. We don't have enough money. You can kind of just write that down and then do the forgiveness prayer around it. Um, and then it will just kind of um, transmute that energy and you can adopt new beliefs, which brings us to our next point, which is instilling new beliefs, um, instilling this new relationship with money. I love it. And then the last step is intention. So what's your intention with money? Um, and I think that's a really important one, important one, because when you have an intention set, it kind of takes you one step closer to whatever you are trying to manifest. Mm -hmm. Yes. Intentions are everything. And, um, whenever I find myself like falling away from certain, like if I hold like a really good mindset towards something like money, whenever I find myself calling kind of falling away from it, I'll set a new intention. Um, and I think my intention for this year was to manifest 75,000. No, it was (laughs) $50,000. So, um, and so I, I set that intention and, um, and I don't have any attachment towards it. I think that's a big thing too, is to not have any attachment towards it because like we were saying earlier, um, my, your money is, it's a really, you have a relationship with money. So if you're clinging on tightly, like I have to have this money, if I don't like the world will end, then I mean, if you, you're doing it with somebody, let's say a partner, if you're like, I have to have you, if, if I don't have you, the world's going, going to end. I mean, obviously that's like, eventually that's going to kind of scare the person off unless they're just equally as obsessed with you. (laughs) But, um, like it's, it's just kind of one of those things that you have to have like that equal respect to for, and, um, and also treat it like, I like to personify money all the time. Like, um, in my wallet right now, I have like all my, any cash I have, I, I smooth it out. I put it in order. I like make sure it's all facing the same way. I, I guess it's kind of like a feng shui thing too. And I, I know we have an episode on feng shui and abundance. So this is a really good, um, that's a really good episode to listen to also. Yeah. If you're looking to call more abundance in. I was this year, I was trying to rewrite my money story because like for like almost ever, basically I was always like, Oh, I'm so bad at saving money. And then I just kept on spending it and never really saving any money. 
And I was like, you know what, this year I'm going to change that and start saving money and like I'm going to be a great saver. And then a recession came. And I was just like, okay, well, I can work through this. And it's like when life throws something at you, it's not like it's stopping you from obtaining that new story. You're not like, it's not stopping you from rewriting your story. It's just an obstacle that you have to overcome. It's kind of like a trial. Um, so that's like one of those money stories. Also, um, going back to what Ali was talking about earlier for one of the do's of manifesting more abundance in your life. Uh, she said that we should like surround ourselves with top earners or like people that we want to kind of emanate and just, uh, follow people who are in that stage of their life that you want to go and like or be in and me and Ali before this episode we were just going through a bunch of Instagram profiles of coaches that were in the space that we wanted to be in it was very inspiring because I was talking to Ali earlier and I was like I just feel so like I have a creative block at the moment and after going through those profiles I could feel my motivation just like rising a little bit so it's always great to have someone who's in that next stage that you want to be in to look up to them totally and and I've been going through the same creative block and it's funny how um Lynn and I are always have conversations that kind of pertain to the to the um podcast episode whether we really realize it or not (laughs) it's like all connected it's crazy Mm -hmm. um but when she was talking about the I think it was the point you made before you went into um following the top earners, you said something about, um, what was it? My goodness. I had a good point to point to it. Oh yeah. Um, upgrading basically like any obstacles that are in your way are kind of put there to help you upgrade to that new mindset. So you can, um, manage the more, the more money you can be in that, that vibration. It's almost like, yeah, all those obstacles that are ever put in your way are so you can upgrade. And so you can, um, be in a higher, higher vibration and just manifest more and more and more. Um, if that's what you want to do, I mean, obviously like there's comes to a certain point where you want to manifest other things rather than money, but, um, depending on what your goals are, your personal goals and personal desires, mm-hmm. um, any obstacles or challenges are put there so you can up level basically and be able to be that new person who can handle that new level, I guess is what I'm trying to say very roundabout way of saying it but you get what I mean (laughs) and like there was another point where it was like um it's not spiritual if you have money and this Mm -hmm. one was a big one for me that resonates with me a lot because I think like last summer I was on my little spiritual journey there which I still am but I was like really deep into it and I was I don't know why but I was just like you know what like I don't want to charge a billion dollars. I don't think anybody should charge a billion dollars, but (laughs) I don't want to charge like $3,000 for a coaching program because it's not spiritual. And I think for me personally, me saying like trying to use spirituality was a way for me to like, I don't know, stop myself from accomplishing my goals or was like an excuse for myself if I didn't make it to like say $3,000 coaching programs. Um, and I think like, that's the point that really resonated with me was like, I was using spirituality as an excuse. Um, and yeah, that's what I want to say. <laughs> wow. It's like a cop out, right? Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say there. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've, so, I've done the same, like I've done the same because, um, I used to be in that mindset when I first kind of started getting into spirituality that 
or money wasn't spiritual and people that had money were evil or like they used it in a wrong way, but that's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's money is like an amplifier, just like a crystal, right? It's like when we, when we hold a crystal, it amplifies our energy um, and we amplify the energy of the crystal, right? So that's like, that's what money to me is. It's like an amplifier of your personality. That's why I feel like it's really, really important to heal our past before we start getting into like the um, earning more money and, and, and holding the, this vibration of abundance because um, you want to amplify your good traits, right? You want to amplify your golden self. And obviously we all, all have shadow selves, but um, integrating the shadow self is really important it is. here. I think like that's the other thing is when it comes to abundance, like everybody has their own different view of what abundance is as well. So what may be abundant for me may not be abundant for Allie. And that's totally okay. Like take this episode as like your level of abundance and not like a, like a huge level of abundance per se. (laughs) I wanted to tell you actually. So for the list of the four steps to opening a channel to abundance, I purposely gave you point number two, because I can't pronounce the Hawaiian meditation or prayer, um, like the Toto Pono. I forget. Ho Pono Pono. I have it spelled wrong on the outline, but it's Ho Ho Pono Pono. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Yeah. So whenever I see that word in our outline, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna try to skip this part and give it to Ali because I always mess up on that word. Always. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, our outlines are pretty like um, (laughs) all over the place anyway. So a lot of the stuff we're saying is, it's pretty candid, but, but yeah, (laughs) good call on that. (laughs) To guide us. And it's great because like, I don't know, I get tongue tied so easily. And then all of a sudden my brain just stops working a lot of the time as well. So I love these outlines. (laughs) We are now <laughs> we're really we're really great at that you know <laughs> so these outlines really help me <laughs> like, like yes but we also like the random ramblings episodes too like those are really good so no I love our episodes I think they're fun very intuitive they like help us um step more into our intuitive side I mm-hmm. like it and then you know what like I realized this but when we go through, like, when we're doing our podcasts, our recordings, I learn so much from it, like, so mm-hmm. much. So I, like, I really hope for all the people that listen to our podcast that you guys get a lot out of this as well, because for me personally, like, I learn something new every single time we do this. Yeah, it's so cool. And I want to close off with um, repeating the the four steps to the abundance, mm-hmm. just for anyone that might have missed it earlier. So step number one is awareness. Step number two is forgiveness. Step number three is instilling new beliefs. Step number four is intention. So just setting an intention for however, what you want to uh, manifest in abundance. Mm-hmm. So we really hope that you enjoyed this episode and let us know if you have any feedback for it or uh, what you learned. And we will speak to you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.